0: Please stay right where you are because it's time for GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with Doug and Jesse King. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no compromise voice for gun owners. Stay tuned for valuable information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. And now, your host for GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, Doug and Jesse King.
1: Welcome, everybody. You're listening to georgiacarry.org radio, and this morning we have Mr. Chuck Turney with us talking about things that are going on with the Georgia Cary Board and with the upcoming convention. And this is a great opportunity. The convention is that one time a year where Georgia Cary gets together as as a group nation or excuse me statewide as people come together from Valdosta and Augusta and Savannah and every which way that they can come in order to get together and have a big opportunity to. to talk with each other, to hear great speakers, to get involved. There's a vendor display. There are people talking okay. in small group topics. I had the the pleasure and privilege last year of being able to speak at, at one of the small group topics, and it was a blast. I had just, the it was the most exciting time I've had in front of an audience in a long time, because people were so engaged and so excited.
2: The room was packed out.
1: It was. It was, it was really a, a great opportunity. So Mr. Turney, thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate you being here.
3: Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
1: All right. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about this year's convention. I know that you're involved in some of the planning and and okay. some of the pre-sales, sure. too.
3: Sure. The the 2015 convention is going to be uh, pretty much a mirror of uh, the, the other conventions we've done in the past. We do it annually, of course. Uh, and uh, it's always at the Waverly Hotel and Convention Center uh, there in Atlanta. Uh, great venue. Uh, lots of space for us. They're always... Very helpful. They give us discounted room rates for the members that are attending that kind of thing. Uh, so it, it's just a great venue for us. But what, what we do is we start off Friday night and we do uh, a Friday night dinner. At, well, we have registration starting at 330 on Fridays goes to eight o'clock. And then uh, we do a, a, a Friday night dinner there in, in the, the ballroom, just a, you know, an hors d'oeuvres type dinner, a light dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we also have our, uh, our annual um, Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament, which is a, a free tournament for anybody attending the event to, to enter into, and it, it's or, you know there's no money involved or anything like that. It's a, it's a bragging rights tournament, uh, and the uh, the top three finishers in the tournament get uh, a, a mug with uh, you know 2015 Georgia Carey Tournament Champion that kind of thing. Oh, very uh, cool. And and so that, that you know just. Some some good bragging rights. A lot of a lot of good camaraderie. A lot, a lot of good uh, table talk, and, and folks having a great time. We also uh, Friday night have our uh, airsoft zombie shoot, uh, which is always real popular. And it runs that the zombie shoot runs throughout the, the weekend and in different in different areas. And and what we do is we have an airsoft uh, uh, shooting range set up, and we have uh, zombie targets, and you use airsoft, which is like a a, a plastic pellet pistol. And and use the airsoft pistol, and and you pay ten dollars, and you get ten shots. And for every zombie you knock down, you get uh, a ticket for a bucket raffle. I've done and this before. You put, you put your name on that ticket, and then you choose. You know there'll be a, var- a variety of different donated items. You know uh, from uh, there's a, there's a pistol that's that's donated that's part of the bucket raffle, and all sorts of other things. And you put your tickets in what you want to be drawn for. I've done and this so there's before, a lot, Chuck. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, good competition with that. A lot of people having a great time and and uh, and killing some zombies.
1: <laughs> so you know we we have all wanted to shoot zombies, and I know Jesse was just saying
3: I played zombie
2: paintball one time. Really? Yeah, and it was people dressed up like zombies, and you shoot them with the paintball guns. That sounds. Because there's a exciting. lot of headshots. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so you say that there there's a couple of different prizes for the zombie raffle.
3: Yeah, we, we always have, uh, there's always uh, 15 prizes involved, uh, with one of them being a, uh, a pistol that uh, is uh, donated by one of our great sponsors. Uh, Sharpshooters USA is, is donating that pistol again this year. Uh, and, and, um, and then there's also a variety of other prizes that are donated also uh, by uh, uh, an ophthalmologist uh, in uh, Tifton, Georgia, uh, Dr. Larry Mormon and his wife they donate the other fourteen prizes wow, and it's always something shooting related that kind of thing you know there's there's uh headsets there's tannerite, all sorts of different things and the the key is is being strategic with the tickets you win because if you notice that that you know all of the tickets are going into the pistol thing into the pistol bucket, well, your chances of winning that aren't as great. So, you know, you want to put some of your tickets in some of the other things, too, that you may want, like the Tannerite set or, or uh, you know, there's gun cases and pistol vaults and all sorts of other stuff. That, so all that, of this that, is that going
1: on on Friday night. Um, is that, That's is... Friday
3: night. And, well, actually, the zombie shoot goes on all weekend. We <laughs> do that Friday night during the poker tournament. It's also set up during the uh, the vendor show. Uh, in, in the same area that the vendor show is going on on Saturday, and I'll talk to about the vendor show in a minute, and and it goes during cocktail hour also, uh, pre- preceding the the banquet on Saturday night. So it's it's pretty much going on all weekend long, and and uh, that way everybody gets a chance to get in there because sometimes the line can get pretty long because it is it is a kick in the pants fun. Wow, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Okay, so that's
1: uh, that starts off with the the dinner and the poker tournament on Friday. So then we roll into right. Saturday. This is a three day event,
3: right? It, it, well, it's it's a, it's a two day event. Sunday Sunday morning, you know, there there there's some folks that get together for breakfast and then and then talk a little bit and head out. But there's no real uh, scheduled events happening Sunday morning. So it's it's a full two days though, a very full two days. Okay. Uh, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, we we have uh, registration open again at seven a.m. Uh, and we have our vendor show uh, that starts. Uh, let me that. I think the vendor show starts at at nine o'clock. I believe maybe eight o'clock. I'd have to I'd have to go back and verify, but it's all listed on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the vendor show Saturday morning also, and and that goes Saturday until five o'clock. I believe. And what the vendor show is, it's like a mini gun show. We have a lot of our sponsors, uh, our corporate sponsors that support GCO. And also some other just businesses that that offer products that that GCO members would be interested. We started, we set up what we call a vendor show, and it's like a mini gun show.
1: Now, uh, if where you can vendor- go and
3: you look at new products and, and talk to the vendors and and buy stuff or or whatever, and it's 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 really good stuff.
1: So this is open for you know businesses to be able to get a table and and get oh, yeah, involved definitely. in. And how? Definitely, how? Yeah. Who would they, a business? You know, somebody who's here in the Atlanta area or somewhere around the state who has some products that they think would be who would if, they contact?
3: Okay, who would they contact? What what they would want to do is they would want to send an email to uh, info at georgiacarry org and ask for contact information for the vendor show, and they would be sent that information to to contact uh, the the uh, the person scheduling tables. Uh, I'm not positive who's going to be doing that this year. I. I think it's going to be uh, Bruce Greenfield again, but I'm not positive if Bruce is doing that. Okay. But uh, if they send that email to info at georgecarry org, they can get them the right information for getting the vendor table.
1: And I'm assuming that so, at this date, there's still tables available, right?
3: Oh, there, there are, there are definitely. You know, and if we have to, we'll expand the venue. We, we, we have the ability. That's one of the great things about uh, being the Renaissance. There. Uh, in Atlanta is we can expand the venue if we have to and expand by, by moving some partitions and make the, the room bigger uh, so we, we pretty much you know we we are limited to a degree but I don't think we're limited to a degree that we can't uh, we can't fit some more tables in so so Saturday
1: we've uh, got the vendor show what else is going on uh, on Saturday
3: we also have our seminars on Saturday and that starts out at nine o'clock and runs until uh, the uh, I'm thinking they run until maybe three o'clock in the afternoon there, and and what it is, we just have different breakout sessions in different rooms where you can go and sit in and listen to somebody talk about uh, NFA Trust, for example, or talk about uh, how to how to build your own AR, or talk about women's carry issues. You know, there's some there's some class, some some seminars that are that are directed toward. Toward, you know things like that, and and basically just different things that you can go to and and get some information. There's a meet the board session where we have all the board members together, and I believe that's going from uh, from two to three o'clock in the Highlands room. And and all the all the uh, board of directors are there. All the board of director members are there, and you can ask them questions and talk and all that kind of thing. That's always usually pretty popular. Well, let me let me ask you. Quick question That's on that. Heads <laughs> I, I,
1: sure. you know, I know that you were involved in the, the board session last year at the convention. Uh, what was the hardest question you got asked?
3: The hardest question? Yeah. You know, there, there's never really any hard questions. I've got uh, one for I, you. I can't think of a hard question. I've got one for you.
1: Oh, Jesse <laughs> has a hard question for you.
2: Which one is it, Chuck? 1911 or clock?
3: Oh, it's always a 1911. That's not a hard question at all. <laughs> That's an easy <laughs> question.
1: You know, we I, when when we were uh, interviewing the uh, people from each of the individual chapters, we asked that question off-air, and every single chapter leader said 1911. But so. the
2: sad part was...
3: Well, we require that of, of chapter <laughs> leaders. <so. laughs>
2: the sad part was, after that recording, for some reason it didn't get saved, so we had to re-record it, and of course that question wasn't in our re-recording.
1: So. Yeah. But uh, no, that that's really you know an exciting opportunity for people to be able to get involved and talk to the board. And I think that that's a great oh, thing that you guys do.
3: It's great, and, and we like the feedback because you know our members are the heart and soul of GCO. Members are members are how we get everything done. Members are how we make any accomplishments. You know, it, it it's it's not the board doing anything; it's the members. When they get that email saying, call your re- legislator on this, call your legislator on that, they do it. Absolutely. And that's what gets things done.
1: We're, we're coming and, up and on a commercial break, so we're going to take sure. a, a short break, folks. We're going to be right back uh, with Mr. Turney to talk about the rest of Saturday and, and the wrap-up of, of the convention. So stay tuned. We will be back in just a minute right here on your local station.
0: Now back to georgiacarry.org radio with Doug and Jesse King.
1: Welcome back everybody. This week on georgiacarry.org radio, we have Chuck Turney who is a member of the board and who is walking us step by step through the upcoming convention. And Chuck, what what dates are the convention this year?
3: The convention this year is August 14th and 15th. That's a Friday and Saturday. That those are uh-huh.
1: days to mark on your calendar now because the convention oh, sells definitely. out fast.
3: And definitely, definitely, definitely dates to get on your calendar, and and, uh, and every year when we announce the convention. Go ahead and set those dates aside because you don't want to miss it. It's it's the best time of the year. It really is.
1: Yeah, and now when we took our commercial break, you were talking a little bit about where you know what things were going on Saturday, and you said that there was right. uh, the vendor show, and then there were these breakout sessions where breakout you
3: people, seminars, yeah,
1: and yep. and even a chance to see the board get peppered with questions left and right. So after that busy of a morning midday, what what's next on the agenda?
3: Well, we you know we, we, then we have we're coming into the Saturday evening and we have uh, uh, our pre-dinner cocktail hour and that starts about seven o'clock or five o'clock rather goes to seven o'clock, and and during the pre-dinner cocktail hour we have silent auction items out where you know there's different things that have been donated by sponsors and and you can go and and put silent auction bids on them you know like any other type of uh, a fundraising event you might come across. No, I, I uh, and have there's to. Always some great I have a stuff question. There.
2: Where do I put in sure. a request for an event? Like, who do I talk to? To
3: to request an event?
2: Yeah, like, I think that it would be really awesome if we could get everybody that's toting a gun to, to do karaoke.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: Karaoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gun toting karaoke. That, Gun and that, that,
2: karaoke.
3: That, that sounds that sounds a lot like something that you'd want to take to one of our chapters and have them put something together like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, we even know a DJ that does karaoke that is a Georgia well, member. Go. Yeah, <laughs>
3: now there that's, you go. I mean, talk to one of the local chapters and see about putting something like that together. I know we're we're doing in in South Georgia. Uh, we're going to be having a uh, 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 barbecue and and shoot coming up in, uh, I believe it's next month. That uh, the Valdosta chapter is putting together. Oh, that's and, that's and neat. that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, there, yeah,
1: there's been a lot of talk about that in the Atlanta metro area too. I think the South chapter is doing something like that. So, and, and the, one of the things that came to my mind is, and I think that a lot of people who are listening to the show who may not be a GeorgiaCarry dot org member or or as familiar with firearms would say, "Hey, wait a minute, aren't these people all carrying guns?" And and now you're talking about cocktails. How does that mix? <laughs>
3: well. The thing is is our members and, and like all folks that, that go through the process of obtaining a license and all that, they tend to be very safety conscious and and, and very uh, what's the word I'm looking at, civically minded and they're not gonna be the ones that you gotta worry about going out and, and getting lit and, and shooting up the place. You know, the, you know, I kind the of folks th- that don't go through the the folks that don't go through all the legal h- hurdles to to meet the state's requirements to exercise their rights. Are, are the ones that you got to worry about the folks that you know the folks that don't care about the law that says that you have to have a license to carry in georgia are are going to be the folks that don't care about the law that says that that you know you can't get drunk and shoot up a bar too <laughs>
1: well you know that was something that i i wanted to ask you i mean have you been doing this this cocktails and carry every year that you've had the convention
3: every single year
1: and how many incidents have you had
3: None. Absolutely none. No. I knew that was kidding. absolutely Because you don't and have actually, the. If you look at Georgia, if you look at Georgia history, even even since it's been legal to to drink and or to carry in places that serve alcohol, like you know, for a while, all we had was restaurants that served alcohol. You could you could carry in there, and there was no law, and there still is no law against against having an alcoholic beverage while carrying mm-hmm. and then we we expanded that to being able to carry in bars also and and still there has been no incidents of of people with a legal right to carry with that license being an issue of of, of shooting up a place or, or, or causing an incident or anything like that so i mean it's just another case of uh you know the 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 other side of the fence, folks, the folks that don't want people to carry, they always say, oh, well, you know, folks, are going to get drunk and shoot a waitress because she dropped his order of Hot Wings. Well, it's it's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: You should have seen the look on Jesse's face when you said that. (laughs) That was a priceless moment. Hooters will
2: never be safe again. Yeah.
1: So... Um, I think that that's a great point. I think that a lot of people would misconstrue it and try to make it into something that it's not. But here we have years of conventions, never had an issue, never had an issue in the state of Georgia. So after the cocktail hour, then what's what's up on tap after that?
3: Well, well I, was, I was going to talk more about the cocktail hour first. Like I said, we have the silent auction where you can sign up for items that, that you want to bid on, that kind of thing. And then uh, at the end of the cocktail hour, we have a cutoff time when when all of the silent auction bids stop. And then all those those sheets are collected up, and we announce the winners during the dinner. Uh, we also have the zombie shoot still going on during the cocktail hour, uh, the, the airsoft zombie shoot. <gasps> awesome. So you can get and intoxicated
2: that, and shoot at zombies with airsoft?
3: That's exactly, awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and then at, at seven p.m., uh, we all uh, adjourn into the uh, the ballroom for the uh, the dinner, for the evening dinner, and all, where we have our guest speaker. And this year, it's it's Ken Blanchard. And I don't know if uh, a lot of the listeners know about Ken. Ken is uh, the author of, of the book Black Man with a Gun. He also has a, a blog of the same name. Okay. Uh, huge background in firearms rights, and and more specifically, civil rights. Uh, as, a, as applied to firearms, things that uh, firearms issues, that kind of thing. Um, you know, he's a a, a Marine, uh, Central Intelligence Agency uh, employee for a while. Uh, big background in training and self defense and all that kind of thing and all. So I, I anticipate it's going to be a really good speak our speech. Uh, should be real good. And and also something I forgot to point out is that Saturday at noon um the the life members that are present that are having a special uh lunch with the guest speaker we something new that we've been, we started last year and we've been doing it uh we decided to keep doing it is that uh, the life members that attend the convention uh get to have lunch with the speaker uh on saturday also the guest speaker and that that's always a great time and and a, a special chance for uh a little one-on-one with the guest speaker.
1: And it's nice to see more uh, opportunities become available for people who make the commitment for a life membership, which really isn't even that right. expensive. I mean, it's $500 for a lifetime. And oh, no.
0: From well, here, you can yeah, do it in
3: payments. It was a great deal when our annual memberships were 15, but now that the annual memberships have had to move up to 20 to, you know, account for expenses and that kind of thing then then you know it's even it's even better deal for the life membership. But you're right, it's 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 just a, a little way of of uh, you know G C O saying to the Life members, hey, we recognize that you've made this this commitment not just financially but a commitment to the cause and, and we want to, you know, give you a little bit of a, a pat on the back and a reward for that. So it's yeah, great. It's good stuff. It
1: is a good opportunity and it helps people get more involved. So is is that Kind of the the end of the day when it comes to the convention, then.
3: Well, we, we well we have the guest speaker, and then also also during the dinner we have our live auction, uh, which you know we have you know we have firearms that get auctioned off, and, and different things. Uh, one of the items that will be auctioned off this year, I'm proud to to announce again, will be a uh, a dove hunt uh, with board of directors dove hunt, which uh, every year uh, the board comes down to beautiful Tai, Georgia. At, at treeland ranch and, and we have our our annual dove hunt and board meeting and uh we will auction off uh two seats for that for that dove hunt which includes you know uh, a barbecue afterwards that kind of thing and it's it's a great time it's a really good time so i have to ask uh, do you
2: barbecue the doves
3: well we do grill the doves yeah you they're great you you, <laughs> you take them and you wrap the breast and bacon and you put it on the grill Mm. So delicious! Oh. i about the food. If you put one on the top of your head, your tongue will beat your brains out trying to get to it. <laughs> it so good.
1: Wow! So you know it, this is you know a great thing to be doing, and the money that's raised from these these raffles and these auctions all, and, all
3: of the money raised all goes into GCO's war chest to keep fighting the fight. Exactly, and and that you know, and the the convention isn't. About fundraising, although as the fundraising chairman, I'm I'm concerned with fundraising. But you know, the ch- convention is, is more about getting everybody together for camaraderie and and enjoying the company of each other and that kind of thing. And you know, we we have some fun and we raise some money at the same time. You know, with the auction items and the raffle items, that kind of thing.
2: Chuck, I didn't um, know you were the the one in charge of fundraising. That that yeah. explains why the fun is in fundraising <laughs> with GCO. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I've, I've been the fundraising chairman uh well, ever since GCO has had a fundraising chairman. So <laughs> uh but uh it, and uh that actually that's you know, I started with GCO as the fundraising chairman right after we formed and uh a little while later the board uh decided that that there was a spot on the board and they'd like to invite me to 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 join the board also and and the rest is history. But it's it's I'll tell you what it's been a great ride and yeah, I cannot I cannot believe the amount of progress that we've been able to make in the short time we have uh, since GCO came into being. It's just, uh, and it's 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 all a testament to you know being able to have members that believe in the cause and, and do what you ask. And you don't have to have a budget of millions of dollars to get things done. We've proven that you can get things done at at any level, at a state level or a national level. If if someone were to apply it. Simply by having dedicated members that are willing to make that phone call and you don't you don't have to beat them up for for donations and you don't have to beat them up for for sending in money or the worth, or the earth's going to fall apart or anything like that. you'll never get an email from g c o saying send money now or everything's going to hell in a handbasket it's just not going to happen
1: well you, 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 you we have such that. great members who are involved we also have people like you who are willing to sacrifice their time and devote their energies to this without compensation who are working hard who have been in it from the beginning who have invested hundreds and hundreds of hours to try to make everything work and this is just a great opportunity we are so grateful well, that you it's came it's a labor
3: of love it's a labor of love. I mean, you got to believe in what you're doing.
1: We're so grateful you came on the show, Chuck. We will be in contact again in the future. Um, uh, we're going to head for a commercial break, folks. When we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about the convention and the upcoming GCO stuff. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: back to radio with Doug and Jesse King
1: Welcome back everybody. Well, that was really a great interview with Mr. Turney. I think that we got a lot of information about the upcoming uh, convention and the fact that you can register now for it because it's filling up fast. And I know he said that there's going to be opportunity for people for vendors to be able to get tables and they can even expand the, if they get more than they have room for right now. And that's a, one of the great things about the Waverly Hotel, the Renaissance Waverly right here in Atlanta. And here's an opportunity for people to get involved and to get to know each other and buy tickets now and be able to save a little money over the cost of at the door tickets, which is always a plus. And if you register now, you can get your hotel rooms at a distance. Remember, Mr. Turney told us that they offer a discount for people attending the convention to be staying right there at the hotel.
2: Yeah, but I couldn't begin to say what those discounts are.
1: No, but uh, it, it is definitely a, a cost-saving measure to get in I know in that when early. we talked
2: to him about that, the rooms were limited. So if you're wanting to get a discount on those rooms, you need to go ahead and get on the ball.
1: Yes, right now. So this is an exciting thing, and we really appreciate him being on and talking about the upcoming convention. Now, uh, I think we should segue here into our traditional good, the bad, and the ugly segment so that we can cover some of the news local, state, and national that it's affecting Georgia gun owners, left, right, and center. So, tell us, Jesse, what's the good news this week?
2: I kind of found this one humorous. It's not about Georgia, but I'm sure that all Georgians can appreciate when Colorado Republicans push to eliminate gun control laws passed by dumb Democrats. And of course, I'm saying they're dumb because they passed gun control laws.
1: There we go. And you know, this is something that is near and dear to all of our hearts because we've been fighting for years to get these bad laws off the book here in they're Georgia. Pass more. And that's the problem. I mean, every time we turn around, there's somebody trying to pass more laws that are are defeating the progress we've made. So there's it's constant vigilance is required. And here we have Col- Colorado, its legislature, doing the exact same thing, trying to repeal laws which were taking effect that that hurt the state. Now, the Colorado law that I'm thinking of most is the ten-round magazine ban, which actually led, I believe, it was mag fifteen. 15.
2: It's 15 round limit and today is their last opportunity to, re- to repeal that law.
1: Wow. And I know Magpul had promised to pull out of Colorado and move their headquarters when that law was first passed. I remember reading about that and then there was all this questions. <clears throat> I was driving back through uh, Montana and, and my, my co-pilot looked over at me and was like, are we going to go through Colorado? Because who wants to drive through that state with their new weapons bands in place? So this has got attention all around the country of what they had done
2: yeah and and now the republicans in the state go you know what that's not so great let's fix that of course it's still democratic run senate over there so they're going to f- be fighting them to tooth and no doubt, toenail trying to get it straightened out
1: well i think that it generated enough buzz when they first passed it that a lot of democratic senators and uh members of the house there lost their seats in the upcoming election because they had voted for this thing that nobody really wanted
2: they didn't need their seats anyway.
1: I mean, this was a reaction to the, the theater shooting. This was something that was kind of knee-jerk, and they saw an opportunity, and they went for it. But the citizenry of Colorado are not like New York
2: or California. You know, I, I saw, of course, you know, these cartoons that people put all over Facebook. And I had this little girl, and she says, well, I'm safe in this store. It says no guns. Of course, the criminals won't bring their weapons in here. That's how that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm, you know, we we took said we're going to illegalize marijuana, and everybody stopped using marijuana, right? That's yeah. how that worked, right? Well,
1: Colorado's fixed that, too, didn't they? Wasn't yeah. Aren't they well, the state that went the other way?
2: state, yes, federally is still an issue, so I guess you could still be charged federally, that is if the Obama administration hasn't Chosed signed to. some kind of executive order, I believe they may have, you know how that goes.
1: Yeah, well, you know, here we have a state that, that is kind of turning the tide back, and We saw a lot of these bills come up you know, in New York, the SAFE Act, which made it so that you couldn't have a magazine with more than eight rounds in it and and made a lot of the cosmetic functionality of an AR-15 illegal. And I know I personally have friends who lived in New York who turned all their guns over to other friends rather than have to turn them into the state because they were not qualified under the SAFE Act. And you see the same thing in Massachusetts and in California. But Colorado was really an outlier, and it was really a – uh, crown jewel for the gun control lobby to say hey even colorado is signing on to this well, but
2: i have you know another bad i'm going to throw another bad in here i know that's kind of off track a little bit but did you see in the news today where the nation's first lead ammunition ban statewide was issued in california
1: i did not see that but it doesn't gonna, surprise it's me it's
2: going to go into effect july 1st no lead ammunition in california
1: well, that, you know, it, it's not impossible to have lead free ammunition. There's solid copper ammunition, there's steel shot. And in some instances, especially in waterfowl hunting, you know, lead ammunition, the pellets from shotguns, the lead pellets are ingested by birds and it can kill them. And I can understand some of the, the practicality there in switching over to tungsten or steel. But when you're dealing with pistol ammunition, you're just tripling or quadrupling the price. Uh, I used for years I would melt my own lead down into Bullets and do my own reloading and I was able to load 1911 rounds You know in 45 ACP for Three and four cents a shot They can't
2: take away our firearms so they're taking away Our ammunition that's what it boils down to
1: Back to the M855 ban that was Proposed a couple of weeks ago that we covered In detail that's always the next Step if you can't attack the gun attack The ammunition if you can't attack the ammunition Attack carrying it if you can't attack Carrying it make it so there's no place to and l- use zoning regulations to eliminate every place someone can go well, to practice. It worked
2: for Roswell with the chicken man, didn't it? God rest his soul, his birthday was this past week.
1: Yeah. God bless you, Andrew Wordy's a friend to us all. I mean, there there are some sad things that have happened here in Georgia and, and around the country on ways that people have used this to, to try to restrict our rights. So that there's some terrible bad. What What else we got, Jess?
2: I have the... Ugly? Ugly this this week. Well, bad again. I, I went over the good, the new legislature in Colorado that's going to change, and then I, I kind of jumped to the bad because mm-hmm. it was right connected with the, the good. They were in the same article. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to introduce another bad here. It's the Taurus curve. Have you seen that this thing has been re- recalled? I, I did, and I think that
1: that's a really funny thing Than why they're having to recall it. It has right? something
2: to do with the stamp that says what kind of <clears throat> ammunition it takes? On,
1: on the barrel of every firearm or on the slide of, of a semi-automatic pistol, there is a stamp that tells you what cartridge you're supposed to be putting into it. And, you know, it'll say 357 mag or or 38. S and W or forty five ACP or forty five auto so you know what is the correct ammunition to be feeding in the thing. But here Taurus sent out a whole bunch without that stamp. Oops. Now that's a collector's item. If you can find one of those things, I'd snap it up. It'd just be sure you only put thirty eight special in it.
2: And I am going to go over the ugly now, and it's not me in a bikini this week.
1: Oh you're you're definitely not ugly, my dear <laughs> wife. Not in any any swimsuit. And when we were on the beach the other day, I reveled in it.
2: Oh, thank you for putting that on the air. I'm going to have the the producer edit that out. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, um, the New York Times apparently is blatantly lying about the NRA again,
1: right? The New York Times lie? What was that line from Men in Black? You know, if, if you... Um, Read the New York Times, sure, sometimes they get lucky, but if you read the National Enquirer, they're just right on. all
2: the time, yeah, which is kind of true with somebody's sex scandal that got broke a few years ago. The Enquirer was the one that actually broke it. it was some politician. Anyway, they, a lot about the NRA annual convention saying that we weren't allowed to take guns to the NRA annual convention, which is baloney. And so the, the story broke on April the 10th. that says, in a scathing editorial this morning, the New York Times editorial board exicerated, I'm not sure if I'm saying that word right, No. the National Rifle Association for banning all working weapons from its annual convention in Nashville this weekend. So last weekend, there was a NRA convention in Nashville, Tennessee. Basically, New York Times says, you know, they said they weren't allowed to take guns to their own convention.
1: You know, this is a half truth because, as I understand it, the NRA convention works like SHOT Show, where the display guns do have to be inoperable. So any gun that a vendor has got out there for you to handle and touch and play with and pull the trigger on has to be made inoperable. And most of the way that they do this is by removing firing pins and rendering the gun completely inert for people to handle it. But that doesn't have to do with carrying
2: no, it doesn't have anything to do with carrying and, and really the New York Times, again, you know, New York, they really don't know anything about guns and they want to tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Why is it the most ignorant people want to tell you what you know about
1: I have no idea. It, it just seems to be one of those undeniable truths of life. You know, with this whole thing, it was in uh, Nashville, correct? Nashville,
2: Tennessee, which is gun friendly. In fact, I believe that Beretta is starting to build a facility somewhere near Nashville, mm-hmm. if, I've, if I've heard correctly. I think that's right. So
1: my friend Jim Scouten, he posted up on Facebook and said, you know, Nashville, the safest city in America right now, go NRA convention. And I, uh, that really brought it home to me. Is well, I that, kind
2: of wondered where they had it, because that would be if, if they had somewhere downtown that would be the first time ever that the intersection of 8th and Jefferson would be safe
1: there you go well you know this is something else that's true is that they've documented that crime rates drop when the NRA convention comes to town they documented that when they were in Indianapolis a year or two ago and that how the crime rate decreased for the days that the NRA was there
2: And you know why? Because the criminal's sitting at home, and he's like, you want to go rob something today? And his buddy goes, no, the NRA people are here. I think that's a really bad (laughs) idea. The chances of running up on somebody in a convenience store that that is armed is way higher. I think we should stay home and watch TV.
1: Well, from the GCO convention to the NRA convention, there was the good, the bad, and the ugly. This week, uh, we will be back in just a couple moments, folks, to talk about more Georgia Carey issues. Stay tuned on this, your local station.
0: back to georgiacary.org radio with doug and jesse king
1: welcome back everybody you're listening to georgiacary.org radio and Jesse and I have had a great opportunity today to talk to Mr. Turney about the upcoming convention. We covered the good, the bad, and the ugly, which ended up with the New York Times kind of besmirching the NRA's convention. And it's been kind of a convention ish show. We've been talking about things that that, you know, people can get involved in and be in part of and socialize. You know, the the uh NRA convention that is just wrapped up was a great opportunity for people. This August I expect to see everybody who's listening to this show at the convention here in Atlanta so that they can take place in the poker tournament and, and shoot some zombies with airsoft, and maybe walk away with that that prized pistol that's been put up by, by the, the shooting company.
2: I would like to say that we love to hear from our listeners. So if you have a question or an issue you'd like for us to discuss on the show, show please feel free to send an email to... Radio
1: at org, And
2: we will cover your topic.
1: Absolutely. We'll take questions on the air, too. If you send us a question, something that you'd like to hear and answer from a board member, we've got the direct line to Jerry Henry and obviously to Mr. Turney, James Camp, and a whole bunch of other board members. John Monroe will chime in. And I'm kind of hoping that in the next couple of weeks we're going to have some really exciting guests. I, I hear that uh, Representative Timothy Bearden, who helped uh, author... House Bill eighty nine back there in two thousand and eight will be on the show next week and week after I believe week, week after not sure and well was, no I, I think it's I think it is next week
2: maybe next week
1: and he's going to discuss you know what he did and I, that man really is an amazing uh, spokesperson when when he got into and involved with Georgia Carey it just blew my mind all the way to I was down there at the the. Um, federal courthouse when he was going to testify about what his bill meant when the judge didn't want to listen to whether or not hartsfield jackson was an airport or not i remember him saying that he was going to be willing to go down there and and carry if it took that's what it took to prove the case and and he needed a good defense attorney i mean these are things that were just you know mind-blowing at the time but here's someone who believes in the cause and is a, a great representative represents his constituents well represents all of georgia well and has a bright career ahead of him and we can't wait to have him on air with us and jerry henry talking about what he's done in the past and what we're going to do together in the future also i'm i'm kind of working some angles here jess i don't know if i've told you yet but uh former president ed stone may be a future guest i'm trying to get that lined up and he was the original president one of the founding four of georgia Carey, who was there at that shoney's that wonderful day when it got rolling uh he's a very interesting man he ran a blog uh about guns for a long time highlighting gun issues nationally. Uh he's a former p- police officer so I'm going to give him a real hard time about that when we get him on. And Can we
2: bring donuts that day?
1: I think that donuts would be a good idea. Yes, absolutely. So there's a couple of upcoming donuts are bacon. <laughs> Donuts are bacon. well we love our law enforcement i'm they're,
2: just kidding i love the cops
1: there there are people there who you know defend our rights and stand up for us and unfortunately there are some there who need to be taught a lesson about what freedom really means and that's where john monroe and the rest of the georgia org legal team comes in to talk about hey you know you can't just stop somebody because they're carrying a gun that's not reasonable articulable suspicion and i was just reading i haven't worked my way all the way through, but there's a case that just came out from the Court of Appeals talking about uh, reasonable, articulable suspicion and and whether a person can go into a a, um, mall repeatedly after being asked to leave or not being asked to leave while carrying a firearm, and if there's, you know, the sole remedy is is criminal trespass or if the remedy can also be injunctive relief from a civil side. I mean, it's very complicated legal issues, but it's very interesting, and I just want to give a a quick shout-out to Mr. Belt, who was the named litigant in that from Georgia Carey you know he's down there in the Savannah Brunswick area doing the you know, good work trying to you know expand freedom and and hold up rights and and put himself in in a harm's way and as it were. Did not
2: just understand you that Mr. Bell went repeatedly into a mall with a firearm? I'm, I'm still
1: reading through the case to get everything, all the details down. But the the court was talking at one point about how you know they they understand that you know you can enter a fire uh, you can enter a, a private business with a firearm, but if you're asked to leave, that could be criminal trespass. But is there another remedy? Could you have not? not only criminal trespass, but you, could you also get a court to order a person not to go back uh, kind of like a restraining order, but you, you know, in this case, since there's not you know, a person on the other end of that, instead of being a restraining order, it would be injunctive relief. But this is a very interesting case that's bubbling along, and, and there's lots of things going on right now in Georgia Carey, and this is a big opportunity for people to get involved. And I've been saying that over and over today, because unlike you know an NPR pledge drive, where you just send in some money and call it a day, GeorgiaCarry.org is a lot more than that. This is an opportunity for you to do something, to change it. Mr. Turney was talking Talking about that, how the members make all the difference, and that is the truth. The members get involved here; they make the calls, they get involved with the legislature. They're the ones who are involved in these lawsuits, the named litigants that give us the catalyst to get things moving. And this is important. So, how do you get involved? How do you become a member of GeorgiaCarry.org? It's simple. You just go to the website, and for twenty bucks a year, you can be a member. If for five hundred dollars a lifetime, you can become a lifetime member. That opens up all sorts of opportunities for you. Not only do you get to wear a special funny hat. It doesn't even have the propeller on top, I'm told. But you get to go to the convention.
2: propeller-topped
1: fez? Not anymore. oh it, it was better when it was a battery-powered propeller fez. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you get to go to the convention and have lunch with a speaker every year. I mean, it, it, you're a part of a, a very uh, elite group of people who are committed to Georgia Carry in so many different ways. And so there's your opportunity. You can join up online. You can also go to just about every gun show in the state and most festivals. I know the Big Shanty Festival is on the horizon, um, and that is a festival where people can get involved and go and join. And Georgia Carry is a sponsor of that and kind of stealing their thunder when they're just like, well, you can't carry here. Well, guess what? we'll just sponsor you and then everyone will know who we are. And that's one of the, you know, the genius things about the name even georgiacarry.org. You know, we say it over and over again. When the AJC went to war with georgiacarry.org and they were trying to bring them down, every time they said their name, membership took a jump.
2: Do you know what I think of every time you mention Georgia Carry's name, georgiacarry.org? What do you think, Jess? You ever seen the Madagascar too? No. The hippo. I think it was Madagascar too. His name is Moto Moto, and he said it's a name so nice you have to say it twice. <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, georgiacarry dot org. No matter who's reporting it, it gets the message out, and that's the exciting thing. You know, the AJC, and this might be a topic to, to discuss with Ed Stone when we finally get him on. The AJC really decided to take georgiacarry dot org on. I remember when Jerry Henry was here, he was telling us that they even started reporting the name wrong, calling it georgiacarry dot com or guncarry dot org gun to carry.com because
2: they don't want to give any publicity because apparently every time that georgia carry.org's name showed up in the ajc the membership went through the roof yeah. like it, it became a membership drive for us every time they would mention us in the newspaper
1: absolutely and so they were trying to circumvent it so you know what happened Matt Knighton went out there and registered all those domain names. Whatever they would put the name as being incorrectly, uh-huh. he would go and snap it up and redirect it to georgiacarry.org. Good for him. You know, they're, they're, We've got this the, the fundraising coordinator. We've got the membership coordinator. We've got all these coordinators. There's no Dirty Tricks coordinator, but my goodness, that would be one for the record book right there right where there. you snapped up all of the domain names.
2: It's like, it's all right. I got this, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it doesn't get much better than that. People who really believe in the cause and really want to get involved in who are excited about this so
2: final answer doug king are we going to the convention or not
1: i think that we should Jess.
2: i think that i'd really enjoy that
1: i think that you would be a rock star now folks let me tell you a this rock
2: star hardly
1: yeah well yes you say no but it's I'm true wear my when, ugly
2: bikini <laughs>
1: <laughs> when when we went to the local chapter meeting okay you know i i have been involved in georgiacarry.org for years right and I walk in, and does anyone say, oh, hey, it's Doug? Nope. But first thing That's I hear, not true. Mark Gilbert was like, hey, Doug. Yeah, Mark Gilbert. Hey, Mark. Shout out for week number three. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Mark recognized me, but who? Do, when we walk in the door, what is the first thing
2: that they say? Oh, you must be Jesse from the radio. And, and I just kind of you know, blinked because you, I've never had anybody know who I am before. You're being
1: led around through the crowd. Everyone's shaking your hands. They want your autograph. Yeah, come on. You were a rock star that day.
2: I'm a little shy, so that's hard for me. See, the, behind the radio, you know, you get behind this microphone, nobody has to see your face.
1: That's the Rush Limbaugh's claim to fame, too, you know.
2: <sighs> you know what? He's got a valid point. <laughs> nobody has to see my face. My ugly mug doesn't get posted posted on the billboards or anything and I like that
1: and a new feature coming next week will be georgiacarry.org radio TV where we'll be live streaming Jesse through this video camera that which I have set up right here he
2: is so full of it <laughs> that his eyes are turning brown y'all turning brown <laughs> Well, folks
1: I think that we've had a great show today and it's been an exciting topic and an exciting time to get more people involved in to pipe up this convention that we all want to go to so desperately um, I hope that you have a great Great week that you find an opportunity to get involved. Reach out to GeorgiaCarry.org, Volunteer at a gun show.
2: Find us at the convention. Introduce yourselves. We'd love to get to know you
1: and and just send us an email send us an email and say hello from wherever you are also reach out to your local stations and tell them I'm not hearing georgiacarry.org on my local station I'm having to listen to it online I want to hear it on this station and let us know which stations you've reached out to and we will contact them teach them how to get us syndicated on your local station so you can listen to us every week without interruption even when the internet is down and I just hope that everybody has a great week finds a way to get involved and joins us again next week right here on this station or online for Georgiacarry.org radio with Doug and Jesse.
0: This has been georgiacarry.org radio with Doug and Jesse King. Georgiacarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. Tune in each week for valuable information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. GeorgiaCary.org Radio, Saturday mornings at 8, right here on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.